Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 106, Relationship Inventory, Evaluating the Health and Value of Your Relationships. Hi, this is Ray Edwards from RayEdwards.com, and you're listening to Brian Holmes, one of my favorite people and certainly one of my favorite podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies. We want to give you a little nudge and and help you get fully engaged in everything that God has created you to do. Hey, it's our desire to see you healed, your mind renewed and transformed, to see you discover who you really are. It's going to be an awesome program. We're continuing our conversation about relationships today. We're going to dive a little deeper. I hope you're ready. Let's get started, everybody. Well, as always, thank you for being on the program today, and we are delighted, truly delighted, deeply honored that you would take of your time and just engage in this journey with us. I believe with all of my heart that there is an incredible generation of leadership that's kind of coming up now, and we're thinking different. We're seeing life different. We're seeing possibilities different, and uh, we're seeing the potential of what our world can be if enough of us get involved in doing the thing that we were created to do. And so it's great to have you today. We're talking about relationships. The following story by Anthony DeMello captures what really can happen if we don't effectively and regularly assess the relationships that we're in. I think it's so important to to understand that not every relationship is for a lifetime. Some relationships are for seasons. Some are for uh, a few years, a handful of years. Some of them are just for a moment. It's a quick appointment in time that you meet someone and a word is spoken into your life and and that quick contact changes something for you. And then other times it's it's new mentors and new influencers coming into your world. And then sometimes it's just great friends that are with you for life. But in any event, it's critical that we assess and evaluate our relationships from time to time. Here's Anthony DeMello's story. A man found an eagle's egg and he put it in a nest with a barnyard hen. <laughs> you know where this is going, right? The eaglet hatched with the brood of chicks and grew up with them. All his life, the eagle did what the barnyard chicks did because he, of course, thought he was a barnyard chicken. He scratched the earth for worms. He dug around for insects. He clucked and he cackled. And he would thrash his wings and fly a few feet into the air only to come back down to the earth's surface again. Years passed, the eagle grew old, and one day he saw a magnificent bird above him in the cloudless sky. It glided in graceful majesty among the powerful wind currents with scarcely a beat of its strong golden wings. The old eagle looked up in awe and said to his fellow chickens, Who's that? Well, that's the eagle, the king of the birds, said his neighbor. He belongs to the sky. We belong to the earth. 
We're just chickens. So the eagle lived and died a chicken, for that's what he thought he was. I believe it might have been Zig Ziglar who said one time that we are, or Jim Rohn, one of the two, said that we are the, the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. And I believe with all of my heart that our relationships in the end dictate so many of the outcomes in our life because our associations really do shape us. They frame our worldview. So on this program today, I want to talk to you for a little bit about relationship inventory, evaluating the health, the value of the relationships that you have in your life today. Many times I believe that we underestimate the power and the value of what relationships really are in our life. The fact is we, we are the sum total of the relationships that we have. And especially when we're involved at a heart level or a very consistent level with someone, uh, very special connections are formed. Uh, some people refer to these as emotional ties. I refer to them as soul ties. Uh, these can happen in all kinds of environments, whether it's romantic relationships, friendships, business relationships. But when you do life with someone on a deep level every day, these connections are formed and they do tend to have a rubbing off kind of effect. You know, uh, I want to say up front that, that life would not be life without strong, meaningful connections. These connections are not in and of themselves bad or unhealthy. But I do want to bring to your attention that sometimes these relationships can basically come to their useful end, and they can no longer be of the same value maybe that they once were, or maybe for whatever reason, the relationship takes an exit ramp or takes a, a sharp turn and becomes detrimental or unhealthy or even painful to you. And because it's our nature to hold on to things, to hold on to relationships, especially We tend to want to salvage what we can of a relationship, and in doing so many times, we do do so to our detriment. We do so uh, at the expense of our own progress and forward movement, and I really believe that it's important that we evaluate relationships from time to time. We look at, not that we're trying to grade someone or be hypercritical, but I believe it's important that we look at, you know, the seasons of life and our these relationships still adding value to me? Am I still adding value to them? Is this relationship now just something I'm having to maintain or is it still something that's truly life-giving? And I, I believe it's an honest and a very valuable question to ask. One of the ways we can look at this is, is to understand what a healthy relationship looks like. What are the characteristics of a healthy and shall we say even a godly relationship? Well, I believe a a really healthy, strong, meaningful relationship looks kind of like this. I believe the the person with whom I'm in this relationship, I believe they are as committed to my growth and my forward movement as I am. I believe they, they genuinely want to see me become everything I can be. They have a vested interest in my success. I, I believe this person is deeply and genuinely concerned about my well-being emotionally, spiritually, physically. I believe they they are 
in my orbit and I am in their orbit so that each can add value to the other and we can help the other become more of what they were called and created to be. You know, I, I really think that a healthy relationship uh, is one that that is always a balanced exchange of life. In other words, you should never be in the position of, of having to always be the giver. If you're in a relationship where you are constantly giving out, giving out, giving out, or there's being withdraw, there are withdrawals being made on your life, on your emotions, on your essence, and yet there's nothing ever being poured back in, this is an unhealthy relationship. You know, the relationship that's really healthy is one that gives joy and support and emotional energy and also one that knows how to receive in a healthy way that same joy that same support that same energy a healthy and meaningful relationship does not cause you ever to violate your values or your conscience uh, i'm i'm blown away we talk about peer pressure a lot when we talk about young people but the truth is uh peer pressure is only as powerful as I allow it to be in my life because if I know who I am, if I know what my values are, if I know the standards and the beliefs that I that I hold to, then uh, you know if I'm put under duress or pressure by someone in my life to violate those values, I have to throw up a red flag and say, hold on a second, this might not be a relationship that I need to be in. I just think it's important to know that. Uh, well, let me back up here. I I think it's healthy. For two people to have differing opinions and to be able to challenge one another. In fact, the Bible says that iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. I think it's important to have people in your life that challenge you. But when a person wants to to push you to a, the point of violating your values, your personal beliefs, and your conscience, I believe it's crossed the line. Another thing to consider is a healthy relationship would never manipulate you through anger or through control. But I believe a healthy relationship always motivates through the prism or the filter of love and care and concern and compassion. Healthy relationships. We need to look at these relationships and determine, man, do these have markers of healthy relationships or do they possess markers of unhealthy relationships? Well, it's important who you spend a lot of time with. It's important the kind of people you're around. I was speaking to my son recently and I said to him, I said, buddy, I... The friends that you have, I'm actually quite proud of the selection uh, because you, you've you brought people around you that are good, solid people. They have good morals, good values, and they're not crazy. They're not doing stupid things. I said, but I do want to challenge you to think about this. Those same people, are they moving in the direction you want to go? Are they, are they successful in business? Are they saving money? Are they providing you an example, even on a peer level, of what it looks like to be pursuing the greatness that's in you. If they're just doing the deal, you know, they they go to church, they work their job, they stay up all night, they go party, have a great time, and then they, they do it all over again. If that's the status quo, if the status quo is not what you desire, are those people truly challenging you to grow beyond the status quo? I said, if not, you need to to really, and I said to him, ask the Lord to bring some people in your life that are several steps ahead of you that can challenge you, encourage you, and mentor you as you pursue a greater expression of who you really are. Because just because a relationship is is static and and not messy and maybe not in trouble doesn't necessarily make it a productive or a positive relationship. I hope this makes sense to you. Uh, 
let's talk about the law of association. Uh, there's a wise old proverb that says, he that walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm or destruction. Now listen, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that if you're hanging out with crazy fools that don't have sense and and don't have values, don't have good morals, don't don't understand the value of money, don't understand the value of hard work, don't really care much about discipline, they'd rather be playing hard than they would be working hard, uh, you're going to become more of what it is you associate with. That is the law of association. Uh, there's another great scripture in the Bible that talks about that we should not be confused or deceived. Don't, don't be stupid to think that this ain't going to happen to you. He says, evil or unhealthy companionships or associations corrupt and deprave good moral character. You cannot hang around people who do not have the same values you do without it fundamentally, over time, affecting your choices. Your life literally rises and falls to the level of your associations and your relationships. I, I had someone say to me one time, if you want to know where your life is going right now, just look at your friends because they are truly a, a reflection of where you're headed right now. And I believe that's so important. You know, the the greatest man that ever walked the planet, he's, he's my savior, he's Jesus Christ. One of the things that he said to his disciples one time, he says, look, you'll, you'll be able to judge people by the fruit in their life. He went on to say, don't expect to, to nudge up close to a, a big thistle tree or thorn bushes and be able to, to get beneficial fruit and sweet fruit from those things. You're, listen, certain types of plants are going to yield certain types of fruit, and a thorn bush and a thistle is not going to generate for you a sweet, consumable piece of fruit. And he went on to say, every good tree bears good fruit, but every bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Well, here's the deal. If you want to really assess your relationships and you want to look at areas such as their relationships, their their mindset or worldview toward life, toward the opposite sex, toward, toward mor- morality, toward uh, standards of behavior, toward politics, you look at anything toward their finances, if you want to know really whether or not it's a relationship that's beneficial to you, it's okay to check the fruit. I told my son, I said, hey, let me ask you a question. The guys you're hanging out with, spending all this time with, are they are they really, are they saving money? Are they investing money? Are they putting money aside to start that business they want to start? Or are they just doing what everybody else is doing? You must look at the fruit. Listen, words are cheap, but the fruit of a person's tree or life tells the story. It's very important who we associate with. You know, one of the very powerful metaphors that I use often in discussing this is the yoke. You know, it's an an old-timey instrument, but it's still used all over the world, believe it or not. Uh, Basically, you take two oxen or two large bulls, and you yoke them together with this big wooden instrument, and it it puts the two together as one. They, They cannot now, they can no longer operate independent of one another. And so it's the, the yoke's purpose is to cause these two oxen to only be able to walk together. They, want, they can't have two different wheels. They're going to both go the same direction. So imagine trying to move on with your life 
in the direction that God is leading you. Imagine pursuing success, pursuing business ventures, pursuing uh, growing and learning and being developed as a, as a great leader. But the people that you're yoked to have another idea. They're out partying. They're out having a great time. They stay up all night long. They sleep all day. You know, I'm just saying you cannot yoke up to someone who has a different desire or a different design or a different discipline concerning where they're going. Because if you're yoked to them, if you're associated with them, you're going to be pulled in the direction that they're headed. It creates strife, confusion, guilt, frustration, all of these kinds of things. And, uh, you know, there, there's a number of scriptures I could bring up just as reference points. One of them is 2 Corinthians 6.14. Do not be bound together with people that don't believe what you believe because you cannot have a healthy partnership between good thinking and bad thinking. And that's my translation. But still, it, it's just you can't have light and darkness hooked up and expect you're going to have a good result. There's another great... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to. There's another great scripture that talks about you shall not plow with an ox and an ass together. Why? Well, because you can't take two diametrically opposed visions or personality styles or mindsets, put them together and expect you're going to be able to make any forward progress because the oxen is this animal who is very willing to serve and to, to, to work hard and to plow the ground and do the deal. It goes where it's told to go. It does what it's supposed to do. The, the ass, the donkey, on the other hand, has, it's obdurate, it's stubborn, it has its own ideas. It's just going to buck and snort and give you a hard time. And so some of you who are listening to this are thinking right now, man, no wonder I'm having such a hard time pursuing the things that I know God's put in my heart to pursue because I'm associated with, I'm yoked up to people who are opposing, whether they mean, they don't mean me ill, but they are opposing where I'm trying to go in my life. These relationships are not good for me. That's the realization you need to come to. Old relationships, uh, sometimes you can get yoked up to somebody through gifts that are given because you feel obligated because they've done something special for you. Uh, you know, you can be, tied up in your head to old jobs, old church relationships, old uh, old experiences. You can be tied to your own failures, people who don't really love you, who aren't really uh, on the same path you are. Maybe people who are broke, financially broke, and they're struggling, and they want you to be broke and struggle with them. But if that's not what you want in life, you've got to break away from that thing and go after what God has for you. Uh, there are people that don't want to see you succeed. They, they'll they tell you to your face they're glad for you. But deep inside, they know that if you break away and succeed and do better than them, they lose you. So they do everything they can to keep you in their orbit. I'm going to encourage you to become unyoked, disconnected, disassociated from anyone who is diametrically opposed to where it is that your life is headed. I want to wrap it up by giving you some things you can look for in a really healthy relationship. In fact, this is seven quality characteristics of a healthy, life-giving relationship. Number one is love, and I believe everything is based in that. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself, but love is a foundational element to any meaningful relationship. And I'm not talking about just romantic. I'm talking about I want, I want to love someone enough to love them to life. Number two, honor. Honor. You cannot have a healthy relationship without honor, and honor is never one-sided. Honor is two-way. It's celebrating the difference of others. It's a celebration of the uniqueness of the person with whom you're in relationship. Honor. Number three, truth, honesty, and integrity. 
I don't believe it's possible to have a healthy, life-giving relationship without truth, without honesty, and without integrity. I really believe that. When you have untruth and dishonesty and a lack of integrity present in a relationship, it's a recipe for disaster. Number four, mutual respect. Mutual respect. Number five, trust. You say, well, they have to earn my trust. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I believe that trust is given. Now, if trust is ever violated, a person may have to re-earn your trust. But I believe the giving of trust is a choice. I choose to trust people with whom I'm walking with until they give me a reason not to. Great book by uh, Stephen Covey a number of years ago, The Speed of Trust. Stephen Covey Jr., that is. And he wrote a book called The Speed of Trust. And, and it's just an incredible book on, on how that element alone makes or breaks a relationship. The sixth quality characteristics of, of a healthy, life-giving relationship is covenant. Uh, that's kind of a biblical word, but let me just kind of tie it in like this. Uh, covenant is all about faithfulness, loyalty, and commitment. I, I am... I choose to walk in covenant relationship with people that that are in my sphere because I want to serve them and I want them to be willing to serve the design of my life. I want to be a blessing to them and I want them to be a blessing to me. And that involves covenant. It's the exchange of life on a covenantal level, which leads me to number seven, which is reciprocity. And that is that no relationship is one-sided. It's all about giving and receiving. Love, honor, truth, mutual respect, trust, covenant, reciprocity. These are the quality characteristics that you want your relationships based in. So I want to ask you today, have you ever taken the time to really assess and evaluate the relationships you have in your life? If you took the time to write out the the 10 or 15 people that you spend the most time with and you measured, as it were, that relationship with the characteristics that we just talked about, love, honor, truth, mutual respect, trust, covenant, reciprocity. Do they really care about you? Do they really want to see you succeed? Are they really in your corner? Are they are they willing to lay down their life for their friend? How would they measure up? Do you feel like that those relationships are functioning on a high level? Are they productive? Are they meaningful? Are they adding value to your life? Another question I, I'd like you to consider, what relationships do you have in your life right now that you already know you recognize they're not healthy. They're not really for you. In fact, they, they're taking life from you. I want you to write those names down. And if you're a believer, take time to pray about it and ask the Lord to give you wisdom to know how to gracefully, with wisdom, pull away and separate from those relationships. I want to encourage you, take time to evaluate your relationships. Are they healthy? Are they adding value? Are they Are they helping you to become a greater expression of what God has created you to be? It's all about relationships. Remember, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself greater than you are today? If so, there may be a few of these components that you want to think about. I encourage you, take a look at those relationships. I know some of you are thinking right now, well, if I if I start dealing with unhealthy relationships, I'm going to have fewer friends. I'd like to suggest to you that maybe the friends, quote unquote, that you have may not be the quality of relationships that God desires for you to have. And I'll tell you this, for every relationship that you walk away from or separate from, 
It is my belief and my experience that God will bring right relationships, strong, meaningful relationships into your life to add value to you. Well, a couple of quick announcements for you. The Ties That Bind online training program is still available through October the 31st at midnight, basically. And so we want you to get in on this while it's still available. It's a beta launch for a limited time. You can have access to the course, to the book, to the study guide, the transcripts, all the audio sessions, bonus courses, so many things we're just throwing in there during this beta launch. For more information about that, go to brianholmes.com forward slash ties, and you can find out all you need to know there. Well, you can find the links to this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 106. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Engage us in conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this series we've been doing on relationship. I also want to ask you to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to our weekly email updates if you've not already done so. That helps us to notify you when we have new episodes and new content coming out. Hey, we trust that something we've shared today has been a blessing to you. We, We trust that you are moved to action. Take the steps necessary to get the right people in your life for this season. Until next time, God bless. We'll see you back here very, very soon.